We were talking about crypto ads running in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Nobody understands the nope. entire industry, and they still keep running ads for it. Trying to convince us it's something we should put our money into. I don't mind putting money into it, but I want to get some back out. And I don't see how that's, <laughs> how that's look doable. Very, no, it doesn't. Because nobody I've talked to so far can explain to me how that's done. Right. So we're going to put it in the Super Bowl so that everybody will really go wild about this now, apparently. <laughs> They're saying that uh, one of the uh, big companies, the world's largest exchange is called Binance. It's launching an ad campaign criticizing peers uh, running Super Bowl ads and hiring celebrities to promote cryptocurrencies. Binance will encourage people to educate themselves about crypto investing. Well, that's an interesting take on it. Educate yourself, okay? <laughs> hmm. That's what they're saying. <laughs> uh, Binance's new ads feature uh, celebrities. Just like the others. Sure. As crypto companies increase advertising spending, brands have pumped out crypto-themed campaigns or marketing gimmicks to leverage the buzz surrounding cryptocurrencies. Miller Lite's running an ad during the game, but uh, not on the broadcast itself. Rather, the ad will be visible inside a bar on the virtual reality platform Decentraland, a uh, variant of the metaverse. Hmm. <laughs> Never heard of that. I mean, a so, metaverse. But I mean, I'm not. It's a double secret thing. You're not supposed to know about it. Is that like a double knot spy from kind of. It's the same kind of thing. We may put down the cone of silence here <laughs> in a minute if we're going to keep talking about this. Mm -hmm. All right. Senator Dick Durbin called in this morning. Senator, how are you doing? Well, we're waiting to hear something. Okay, we're coming. Hello. Hey, Senator, how are you? Dave Gentry on DWS. I'm doing well, Dave. How about you? We're good. Glad to have you with us this morning. I was going to ask you, first on the Supreme Court, where are we with that right now? Waiting on the president. He has to uh, send us a nomination. He told us he would do it by the end of February. We're urging him to do it sooner if he can. But it's a lifetime appointment, the highest yeah. court of the land. I want him to do it right. Well, we've got that going on. And I just want to ask you, do you think that the president's going a little haywire here on what's going on with the Russians? Uh, it, now he wants to shut down the, the pipeline to, from Russia to Germany? <laughs> what's going on here? Well, I invited last night to dinner with the Chancellor Schultz of uh, Germany, uh, and we had a long talk about it. And President Biden doesn't have to shut it down. The Germans are going to shut it down if he does anything out of line. Uh, he, I asked him a question, why did you ever decide to do business with the Germans, with the Russians, rather, when it came to gas supplies? They've played uh, kind of fast and loose in the past. If they don't like the way a country's uh, making political decisions, they cut off their gas or raise the prices. Sure. And the German chancellor said to me, you know, we take that into consideration. We're looking for alternatives. But I don't think there's any question uh, about the fact that if the Russians do invade Ukraine, they're going to pay a heavy price. That pipeline is going to be shut down. It may never be reopened. Well, the president seems to be... Uh he he's not too big on pipelines anyway. Shut uh, shut a couple of them down when he first came into office. 
he seems to have kind of a, a, a pipeline. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know how to put it. He just seems to be obsessed with them. Well, I'll tell you, it's an interesting thing about pipelines. Uh, I drive I-55 from St. Louis, <clears throat> pardon me, Springfield, uh, sure. up to Chicago, back and forth quite sure. a bit. And you get around Pontiac there, I think it's mile marker 197 or something, and there's a big mountain in Illinois, which uh, is not on most maps. It's yeah. a trash mountain. Yeah, you know okay. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I sure do. Okay. Well, i tell you what I learned a few years ago. Behind that uh, landfill is the headquarters of a major pipeline company, one of the second largest in the country. And uh, I went and visited them several times. It turns out that... Illinois, and more than most states, is just loaded with pipelines, moving everything you imaginable underground. Yeah. Uh, and most of people living in the state don't even know it and have no idea that company is at that location. Uh, I've come to believe that pipelines can be a safer way of transporting things if they're built properly and maintained. Uh, what we ran into in the pipeline in the past, the Keystone Pipeline, maybe mm-hmm. that wasn't the name of it, but uh, was a question about whether or not they were getting proper permitting and whether they were uh, building a safe pipeline. They got embroiled in court uh, contests back and forth. But that was one pipeline out of literally hundreds, maybe thousands in the United States. Pipelines play a role as long as they are safely uh, located and maintained. Uh, I have no objection to them. What do you think's uh, going on in Canada right now? The truckers are still going wild up there. People are that people on the right down here. What we're talking about, Trump supporters are supporting these guys. Well, I tell you what. Unfortunately, this pandemic has brought out the best and the worst. Uh, when it comes to medical care and health care, we'll never be able to give enough thanks to the women and men in medicine who are working day in, day out in some of the most difficult and challenging circumstances imaginable. On the political side, there are heroes and there are bums. Uh, There are people who I'm afraid uh, have have used this pandemic uh, for a variety of purposes. Uh, Instead of the United States pulling together with one common purpose, we've divided up again on public health issues. It doesn't bring out the best of us. And in some countries, what's going on with various entities, whether it's truckers or those people in certain employment, uh, mandates come and go, uh, policies come and go, people are worn out. The folks that I talk to back home are just plain worn out with this pandemic. I'm hoping this Omicron is the last of the major variants. I hope that this pandemic has run its course. We're ready to get back to normal in America. Do you think some of these schools are jumping the gun by ending their mask mandates? Well, we have a court case now in, in downstate Illinois, I forgot yeah. exactly where the decision was handed down, which challenged mask mandates. And a local school district is going to throw its hands up and say, who are we supposed to listen to? Yeah. We're getting one letter from this agency government, another letter from this agency government. Our parents are hearing things, and it, it's just crazy. I've got My wife and I have grandkids in schools and grade schools, and you look at these poor kids, they're being pushed and pulled back and forth into school, out of school, Zoom classes, no classes. Uh, it's so tough. You know, we've got to really sit down and seriously ask at the end of this, and I hope that soon, what we need to do to get our kids back on track, not just educationally, but I, I say this with some hesitation. A lot of kids are having 
problems adjusting to the, all this craziness that goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. They look for constancy and predictability in their life. And boy, this pandemic has given us very little of that. We may need to provide some counselors to just sit down with kids and get them back on the straight and narrow. Senator, this is C.W. Greer. I just wanted to ask you, last week, the assassination of an ISIS leader came as, I think, for some of us, or many of us, uh, kind of a surprise. Of course, ISIS is always a problem. Are we seeing a resurgence of ISIS that this was necessary to carry out this plan? Well, they've never gone away, and we went after successfully their highest-ranking official. Uh, And the goal was, of course, to capture him. But when he saw that he was under assault, uh, he uh, detonated an explosive device, killing himself and his family. Uh, But there's no question that ISIS continues to be a threat. Our government tries to put those leading terrorist organizations out of business, and I want them to continue to. In this circumstance, the man uh, took his own life rather than surrender. Mm -hmm. Well, Senator, I've got one big question for you. We've discovered that cryptocurrencies are going to run ads during the Super Bowl. Do you intend to put some big money into this, or what do you no, think is going to happen? Will, I definitely will not. I, I can't, re, can't remember anything else in my lifetime where been challenged by major actors. Who is it? Matt Damon? Is he yes, the one he's who walks back and forth and basically says, do you have the courage to invest in this? <laughs> this is a question of courage? <laughs> you know? I'm sorry. Don't ask me to explain Bitcoin and crypto. Maybe I'm missing the opportunity no. for a lifetime. Oh. But I think it, they may turn out to be tulip bulbs when it's all over. So we'll see. Yeah, We'll see. <laughs> it's funny. CUW and I have talked about this many times that we're no closer to finding an answer than you have been so that's where we are <laughs> i'm sticking with the basics I, I, i'm not ready to take a big leap in a, a faith and, and courage <laughs> despite right. what matt damon said okay <laughs> all right thank you senator we appreciate your time this morning good talking to you too Bye-bye. all right take care we got more coming up on dws